You're listening to the LaxRecords.com podcast, episode four. Today we're talking with Medfield High School head coach John Isaf. So let's get started. Hey everybody, Mike here. Welcome to the LaxRecords.com podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. And for anyone who's listened since the beginning, welcome back. Um, Just so you know, for all the beginners out there, the LaxRecords.com podcast is produced every week, released on Sunday. You can find all the show notes at LaxRecords.com slash podcast. Um, I do have some uh, links in the show notes for some of the stuff we talk about, including how to get better and some things to avoid, um, some mistakes to avoid. If you want, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lax Records and at Facebook.com slash Lax Records. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Today we're going to be talking with Medfield High School head coach John Isaf, and we're going to be discussing some of the similar stuff that we talked about in the first two episodes. So we're going to go ahead and get started right now. Well, Coach, first of all, I want to thank you for, for taking some time out of your day to just be here today um, you know, uh, and just to kind of kick it off. Want to ask um, when you're looking at players and evaluating players, what do you see as the biggest factor in in making that freshman or JV team, or how that decision is made? Yeah, I, I think the biggest uh, step up from youth, or or in some states modified, you know, that, that middle school um, lacrosse in, in getting to the high school level is really the speed of the game, and um, so we're evaluating. Uh, you know, the, the JV level, you know, we're looking for kids that, you know, have have really good stick skills, uh, are athletic, uh, can can play at the speed of the game at the next level, uh, and, and are really just kind of, you know, uh, play hard, play aggressively, and, and have kind of an, a, an attack mentality. Um, you know, the, the step up from middle school or youth uh, lacrosse to high school lacrosse, you know, you do have to kind of you know, jump up a step in your preparation, your athleticism, and your aggressiveness. Um, so, you know, we, we use, we have two, you know, we have a JV1 team and a JV2 team to help kids make that transition ultimately to their goal to play varsity lacrosse uh, in, in our program. So um, we're really looking for stick skills, athleticism, and, and being able to play at a higher speed and, and, and kind of a, 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 an attack mentality. And how is that decision kind of made, like, for the JV1 and JV2 team? Like, what kind of things are you looking for out of a player that, you know, makes a JV1 uh, versus a player that may make the, the JV2? Yeah, we're, we're look, I, I think it, it's very similar. So, so they, the, the work that kids are putting in in the offseason to get ready for the season, that's going to be pretty apparent in the first two weeks of, uh, of the season. Um, so we're, we're really looking for those that have, you know, really good stick skills and, and can, you know, can do everything on the run, you know, have, can play with both hands. Uh, and, and, and then the second piece is, is how, how do they match up physically, you know, with, 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 with uh, the rest of their, you know, that cohort or their peers. And, you know, the guys that, that are at the top level of stick skills and physicality and, and, and athleticism, and then, uh, you know, the, the added dimension there is, is lacrosse IQ. You mm-hmm. know, what's their field awareness? Do they understand where to go with the ball? Are they playing team lacrosse and unselfishly? Are they making the extra pass? 
you know, are they are they you know running through a ground ball and traffic and getting it out of there? You know, are they getting back on defense and and squaring up a guy and uh, you know and and pushing them, being physical on defense to get them uh, you know get them uh, into bad angles for shots? You know, are they helping? Are they talking? Are they communicating on defense? Uh, making sure that you know the guy on ball knows he's got support behind him. Um, so it, it's things like that. You know, if you if you see a quiet player at the JV level, that, that that's that's probably one thing that that we notice pretty quickly, which was which is an indication of I guess lacrosse IQ or field awareness is just you know is that person you know communicating on defense? Are they are they you know calling one more you know on offense to get the ball you know to a better shot position? You know things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to be shy and get that kind of get out there uh, right off the bat. I'm sure you yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably where you see the difference between our JV one players and JV two players is that there might be a couple of you know there might be some kids on the JV two level that don't make JV one that that have pretty decent stick skills, but either they don't have the physicality and athleticism or, and play at a speed yet. Or they're just quiet and, uh, and and don't you know don't communicate and and um, so it's hard to hard to tell uh, you know especially if they don't demonstrate it physically it's hard to tell what they know and 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 how how we can help pull the potential out of them so mm-hmm. um, so that's really you know when we see kids stand out it's 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 those guys that are you know playing harder playing fast you know good stick skills communicating you know and encouraging their teammates and. You know, we we really look uh, in maybe more at the varsity level than JV level. We really we really look for great teammates. You know, guys that are going to be really positive and encouraging, and that's a part of our culture. Is that you know we re- really try to breed a, a culture here that that is positive and encouraging and uh, very team oriented, and and guys who just you know have, have play with a joy to them and, and and want to be with the you know the brothers out in the field and you know uh, you know just having have a good time with their, with their friends. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the physicality a couple of times. What, what do you think are the most important physical skills that a player needs at that level? Well, number one is speed. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, you know, at our, you know, we play at a pretty high level um, in our program. So, you know, I, I guess that, that what's that old? Uh, I guess there's an, an old basketball um, uh, idiom that, that coaches used to say about, hey, you can't teach height. You know, you either have it or you don't. It's, right. It's, you know, you can't you can't teach speed either. You know, so if, if someone's got speed, you know, we, we we see that and we know we can we can we can put that that player that that student athlete in the right position to succeed and 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 develop their stick skills and develop their IQ and you know we can work with them. But the the, the physical part um, is is really important, and that's where that desire and want to and how hard do you you know how you know. How hard do you want to you know, do you want to accomplish your goal, and what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? Yeah. Uh, funny story. I was at the gym this uh, this afternoon, and there's this one kid from a neighboring town um, working his butt off by himself in the gym, doing you know all kinds of agility ladder stuff and step ladder stuff and jumps and sprints. And, and I looked at him and I said, Hey, well, you know, what grade are you in? He goes, I'm in eighth grade. And I'm like, Okay, good. I don't have to worry about you at the varsity <laughs> level next year. But, you know, he's out there doing, doing he's, he, yeah, he's out there in late August doing all the things he needs to do to get faster, stronger, and uh, be able to, you know, be able to compete at, at, at you know, at, at a high level. And, uh, and that's, you know, I'm sure whoever sees him next spring is going to notice that, you know, that yeah. hard work, that hard work will pay off. 
Now, uh, I've had a number of coaches mention, you know, speed is always the probably the honestly the number one thing everybody kind of mentions. You know, I, I guess my question is, what? How do you define speed? Like, you know, obviously Usain Bolt is the fastest man alive, but you know, obviously no, no yeah, nobody right. else is that fast. I'm sure you know. I'd like to see what yeah, he can yeah. do with a lacrosse stick in his hand, but you know, when you're looking for speed, you know, like, that, that's a good question. You know, the, the, when I, I guess I'm using the all encompassing word for speed, but there's another aspect to it, which I, I would call, um, you know, quickness or, or, you know, kind of explosion, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, if, if, if you're, if you're, you know, the great thing about lacrosse is it, it can, it can, it's a game that, that, that can, uh, that any type of athlete can excel in. You know, you, you can be an attackman, but if you can dodge in a phone booth, if you've got kind of explosive <laughs> first step and quick in a direction, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to, you don't have to run a, you know, a 4 3 40, right? Right. Right. Um, but if you're a midfielder that's got to get up and down the feet, you better have, you know, you know, 4 3 to 4 5 speed, right? So, yeah. Um, and then as a defensive player, it's all footwork, right? So you, do, you, do you have, do you have the kind of foot speed, the lateral quickness, the agility to drop step and beat, you know, can, can you sprint out, you know, run, do a run out, you know, spring to the end line to, to, to get a possession for us after the other team shoots? You know, are you going to be able to beat the guy on a clear up the field? You know, are you going to be a quick outlet if you're our, our, our LSM or D MIDI? Are you going to sprint up the field on a shot and save? and get out ahead so we could head man the ball to you and, and create some transition for us. You know, it's, um, so it, it's not just flat out, you know, what's your 40 time. It's, right. it's how fast, how fast, you know, what speed can you play our game? Whether it's picking up a ground ball, whether it's, you know, clearing the ball, whether it's, you know, making a dodge um, and, 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 and getting a separation and freeing your hands, um, whether, and, and speed comes also with, with eyesight and field vision, right? So it's, how quickly can you, uh, you know, diagnose the defense and, and wh- how they're sliding and where the look is going to be? And how quickly can you make that read and get the ball out of your stick, even if it's two passes away, so that we get a great shot on the other set, you know, on the weak side? Um, yeah, that those, was when I say speed. Yeah, I, so I mean, those those are things that, that obviously there's a physical component of it that you can work on in the off, off season to get faster and. Uh, and, and build that skill, but there's, you know, there's also kind of just the, you know, playing, having a stick in your hand, watching it play, you know, developing your IQ so you can, you don't have to think, you can just play fast. Yeah, that was actually going to be my, my follow up. You kind of already answered, but like, if I'm not the fastest player out there, can lacrosse IQ and field awareness kind of help compensate for some of that lack of speed Absolutely. that I might have? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and there's always going to be, you know, that, that, that you know that might be uh, a, a player that we either um, utilize in a certain situation or or a certain position to take advantage of that. Um, you know we we you know in this in this day and age with the growth of the game, there's so many more better athletes playing it today than when I played it in high school. You know, thirty some thirty years ago. <laughs> um, that, that you know you're you you've got you know in certain positions like the, you just. It, it, like as a midfielder in our program, you know, if you don't have speed, it, it, it's hard to put you out in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just because, and it's not necessarily on the offensive end; it's the defensive end. It's it's not being able to, you know, drive your guy away from the cage and get back on defense and 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 kind of uh, kind of defend early offense and transition. If you know, if you don't have the speed to get back in the play, 
uh, or run out a ground ball or, you know, or, or beat a guy downfield so they don't get transition. It, it's, it, you know, that, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing to, to not have at that position. Yeah. You know, you don't have, you don't have to have flat line speed uh, as an attackman or a, or a defenseman. It certainly will help. Um, and, and we'd prefer it rather than not have it. But, <laughs> but there are, that's where, you know, as a defenseman, if you've got great understanding of our defensive slide schemes and understand team defense and are a great communicator and, and you're physical and, 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 and really good with your footwork, uh, and, and, and your hand placement on, on, on driving people, you know, uh, away from the cage and, and turning them into our slides, you know, then, then you don't have to have flat line speed. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, certainly we'd rather have it than not. And I think as you go up the, that, that, you know, as you look at kind of the funnel from youth lacrosse to JV lacrosse to varsity lacrosse, you know, at, at, a, at a very high compete level like where our program's at, and then you take the next step to the college level, Increasingly, every every guy on the field is gonna, you know, they're gonna play faster. They're gonna be, they're gonna have the speed and athleticism, and and you know, you're gonna, you know, you ultimately that's that's what our game is about, and you gotta have it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, back back in the old days, you could have a, you know, a big, you know, football player type defenseman that just knocks people down, but you know that I think that's, uh, you know, that's long gone in our game. I, now the defenseman, you look at the college level, especially at the LSM level, uh, those guys are are some of the best athletes on the field. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how the game has changed. You know, in in lacrosse and in other sports, how the guys just get literally bigger, faster, and stronger. It seems like every few years you get that kind of freak of nature that makes it forces everybody else to kind of change and adapt to how things have changed. Right. Um, right. So when you, when you're uh, looking at players, what, what's the biggest mistake you, that you see young players make when trying to make the team? Um, probably pressing too much, trying to do it all, you know, um, uh, themselves, you know, trying to make a play when it's not there, just forcing it, you know, instead of just kind of coming in and letting the game come to them and just, you know, playing the team, you know, t- you know, you know, we, we want guys that are going to be team oriented and guys that are going to make the extra pass or the guys that are going to be there for the slide out, um, and not worry about, you know, Hey, I covered my man. He didn't score. You know, that, you know, we're looking, we're looking for guys that, that, you know, are, you know, just, you know, can just play hard. Um, you have great attitudes. Uh, you know, I, and I'll say this, this is me. I don't know how you unique this is, but at least in our program, I think the biggest mistake you can make as a young player, um, well, the number one mistake is not coming into the season prepared. Like you better be in shape. You better have had a stick in, stick in your hand in the off season, uh, because if you're rusty, that's you know you're you're never going to make it. Um, but but I think the biggest mistake is is kind of is, is negative body language. You know is is you know um, getting frustrated or beating yourself up after a mistake and throwing your palms up or. You know, like for instance, if 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 if, if you you get slashed and and there's no call and you stop playing and put your palms up and there's a ground ball to be had and you're not in the middle of trying to get that ground ball, that's going to get noticed. You know, if you're if you you know take a you know crazy shot and and uh, you know this goalie saves it easily and you don't hustle back on defense because you're kind of taking the stick and knocking it over your face mask or, or you know slam it on your leg or on the ground. And not getting back on defense, and they create transition for you know from from your bad shot. Um, we notice that, so you know I, I think it's you know uh, you you got to put your your best foot forward, stay positive, you know 
play as hard as you possibly can play and just come into the season prepared. If mm-hmm. you know, we can spot it pretty quickly, who you know who who, who hasn't been working on their game in the off season, um, and, and and who isn't in shape. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, what's the biggest positive that you see um, out of young players trying to make the team? I, you know, I, I would say leadership, you know, that, that the guys that are, that hustle their butts off, you know, and are just aggressive and physical and, and play hard, play fast, uh, you know, and, and are leaders on the field. And I, and I mean that by not only the example they set by hustling through every drill and, and, you know, hustling out every ground ball and fighting through, you know, a scrum for the ground ball and, <laughs> You know, making the extra pass, but, but the guys who are encouraging their teammates and staying positive and have high energy and, you know, and, 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 uh, and just be, you know, basically being excited to be there and, mm-hmm. and wanting to be coached, wanting to be a part of the program and want, you know, so that, you know, we'll, we'll, I think that stands out as well. Okay. Um, and kind of quick, you know, kind of, we, we've touched on a lot of things, but just to kind of sum up, um, this question for like maybe first year players, what are three things that you think a player can do today? to improve his chances uh, of making um, the junior varsity? <laughs> stick skills, stick skills, stick skills. <laughs> or, you know, wall ball, wall ball, wall ball. You know, I say that somewhat, you, you know, facetiously, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, that the stick skills are so important um, it, with both hands. And I know there's the – box Canadian influence of uh, just staying with your dominant hand. But, you know, I, I, you got to be – I can only – I can tell you that when we, you know, we scout and game plan our opponents, if, if there's a player who's really good but he's all right-handed, we, we will defend that guy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you got to have two hands. you got to be able to, you know, shoot past feet on the run and, and under pressure. And you got to have – you know, you got to feel comfortable – you know, dodging and getting separation to free your hands. So, I mean, anything you can be doing to improve your stick skills and, and improving, uh, you know, improving the way to free your hands, um, you know, from an offensive player's perspective, that, you know, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that, that's probably the, the most critical thing they can work on. And then, you know, maybe the second thing is just, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, whatever you can do. You know, remember these eighth, you know, eighth to ninth grade, ninth to 10th grade, 10th, 11th grade, that's when kids are going through their most, their greatest physical changes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when they're maturing. That's when they're, you know, they're, they're going, you know, they're finally puberties, you know, they're finally reaching puberty and getting through it. Um, so their body, t- their body's going to change, you know, they're going to go through growth spurts. They, you know, they've got to do what they can. Um, to, to, to bring their bodies along and their coordination and agility and all that stuff along with them as their body's changing. So, um, so really just, you know, you know, better sticks, you know, whatever you can do to improve your stick skills and whatever you can do to improve your athleticism. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're going to get into the second half of the podcast where we kind of talk about how a player can kind of make that jump. If you're on the junior varsity or freshman team, how are you going to kind of make that next step and get to the varsity team? Or, you know, some of this stuff is just applicable to if you're just trying to improve, you're trying to get better. If you're playing like you're number two and you want to be number one, there's always some good stuff in here for for, uh, for anyone of any skill level. So let's get to the second half of the interview now. Or maybe I'm an eighth grader coming out and want to uh, make that jump. I just want to make the varsity team right off the bat. Um, probably one of the first things players should know is what's the biggest difference between the junior varsity player and the varsity player? What's, what do you see as that um, difference maker? Uh, I, I, I would say speed and physicality. You know, the, 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 you know, the varsity level player versus the JV player just has, 
you know, a little, you know, a, a, a physical presence at the varsity level and knowing what they can do to win their matchup, um, you know, I, I think that's probably that level of confidence and that level of physicality is probably the biggest difference we see between varsity uh, level players and, and JV players. Do you notice anything, um, a difference in a player's maturity, whether or not it be, you know, after that sophomore year, I guess it's traditional, you know, sophomore to junior was when you make that, make that jump. Yeah. But do you see any difference, you know, yeah. in those eighth grade, ninth, well, I guess a freshman at that point trying to, to make the varsity? Mm-hmm. Like, what about their maturity? Like, do you notice a difference in that? Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, you're talking about a, you know, difference between a 13, 14 year old kid and, you know, a 16, 17 year old kid who's, who has a couple of years of high school under his belt. Uh, so certainly maturity uh, is, is, is an important piece of that. And occasionally, you know, we have had several freshmen over the course of, you know, over the years that I've been coaching make the varsity team and be big contributors to the varsity team. We had one last year who set the freshman scoring record uh, for us and he had, you know, but he, you know, he had elite uh, athleticism and elite stick skills and, and just great field vision. He, you know, he's, he, he was, uh, you know, he's just a kind of a unique player. And, and yeah. one of our guys that just graduated last year um, started as a freshman as well, you know, four years ago and same kind of thing, elite athleticism and, you know, kind of can, can free his hands in a phone booth kind of, kind of player. And, um, and just, you know, just, just incredible thick skills and athleticism that can, you know, create his own shot and, uh, and, and, and just gain separation anytime he needed to. So, um, and, and again, when you know you can do that, that builds your confidence and, and, and allows you to step on the field with older kids and feel like you belong and, and, and you're not afraid to go out and make a play. Uh, and, and, you know, and you don't necessarily beat yourself up if you make a mistake. Right. So that level of maturity is, is helpful. Those players yeah. that, you know, made, made the team as a freshman, what was the, like, did you notice that right off the bat or was that something you kind of saw like over the course of, of the practice? Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of noticed that right off the bat in terms of uh, their ability to handle that level of physicality, their stick skills, their maturity level, their, their, the way they carry themselves and their presence. You know, they have the confidence that they, they feel they can compete with older kids. Um, and, and, and typically, I don't really like having freshmen on varsity, but, uh, you know, we haven't had a lot of them. But mm-hmm. um, when we do, we want to have guys that feel like um, we can bring them along at the right, le- you know, the right pace. Mm-hmm. To have them contribute, contribute uh, in the right ways, and um, so so typically the the kids that are going to contribute as freshmen, you can tell right away that they've got you know elite elite level skills and, and ability, um, and, and you know we don't really want to we don't want to have them put them on a, on a varsity situation unless we know uh, we're gonna we're, they're going to contribute. We can we can help develop them and, and bring them along without placing too much pressure on them. Yeah. So what, what kind of skills, uh, if I'm a, a, either a freshman trying to make the varsity or if I'm a JV player trying to make that next jump, what, what's the, what are the skills that I can work on to kind of make that jump? It's a little bit easier. I know the speed of the game will be different, things like that. And sometimes that just comes with experience. But what are the skills that you can work on to kind of make it simpler for me? Yeah, it's, it's definitely stick skills. I mean, the ability to, to, to do everything on the run and do it quickly and be accurate. Um, and have confidence, uh, you know, that you can you can get the ball where it needs to go. Um, the, the and I, w- I would say IQ, you know, being able, you know, understanding the game, watching the game, going to college games, watching it on TV. There's so many games on TV and online now. Yeah. You know, there, you, you can see it. There's there's fall ball, you know, events, you know, all fall. It's it's really raising your IQ to understand, you know, how, how to play the game in a, in a team-oriented way and and how to make the right play. 
um, and then it's it's uh, you know getting bigger, faster, stronger, whatever you can do to you know to to improve your athleticism will will certainly help you make that jump. Yeah. Okay. So that's the podcast for today. Thanks again for everyone for sticking around and listening. And please help spread the word. Uh, if you like what I'm doing, please let me know on Twitter um, at Lax Records, or you can hit me up on Instagram at Lax Records, or send me a message on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lax Records. If you got an idea for an upcoming show, please don't hesitate to let me know. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.